I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show for those with a burning desire to learn more about history. I'm Gabe Lusier, and in this episode, we're celebrating the birth of one of the world's great cartoon bears. No, not the one in the red shirt, or the one in the blue duffel coat. I'm talking about Smokey Bear, the one in the ranger's hat and blue jeans. We'll examine how the stern but lovable mascot helped meet a pressing need during World War II, and how he endeared himself to generations of kids and adults in the process. The day was August 9th, 1944. Smokey Bear was chosen to be the mascot of a new forest fire prevention campaign in the United States. The fictional bear was created as part of a joint effort between the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council, which was still known as the War Advertising Council at the time. Smokey was quickly embraced by the public and went on to appear on a slew of posters, brochures, and billboards, as well as in radio commercials and TV spots. Today, Smokey Bear continues to promote fire prevention as the face of what's now the longest-running public service ad campaign in U.S. history. The creation of Smokey Bear was tied directly to America's involvement in World War II. On December 7, 1941, Japanese forces led a surprise aerial attack on the U.S. naval base at Pearl Harbor. Then, the following spring, Japanese submarines fired shells at an oil field near the Los Padres National Forest in California. 
Thankfully, the shelling didn't start a forest fire, but it was a close enough call that the US government started looking for ways to get the public more involved in the protection of forests. Engaging the public was a necessity because many of the nation's firefighters had been deployed abroad once the US entered the war. That meant civilian communities would need to take on the job of managing wildfires as much as possible. To help get Americans on board, the US Forest Service and the Ad Council joined forces and organized the Cooperative Forest Fire Prevention Committee, or the CFFP. Under this program, a variety of public service announcement posters and slogans were created. The early ads featured a detailed, realistic art style and included wartime messages such as Another Enemy to Conquer, Forest Fires. One poster even featured caricatures of Adolf Hitler and Hideki Tojo gazing approvingly at a raging forest fire. In big bold letters, the poster warned, our carelessness is their secret weapon. A year later, the committee tried a vastly different approach. They worked out a deal with Walt Disney to borrow characters from the popular movie Bambi for use in their campaign. The resulting posters were much better received than the grim, war-themed ads of the previous year. The success convinced the CFFP that a cartoon forest animal should be the face of their campaign. The only problem was that Disney had only granted the rights to Bambi for one year. That meant they would have to come up with an entirely new animal spokesman of their very own. Committee members started brainstorming ideas for potential characters in the summer of 1944. They wanted an animal that could project a sense of authority, and since a male deer was off the table, they eventually settled on using a bear. The character was given the name Smokey, as a tribute to Smokey Joe Martin, a retired assistant fire chief who had suffered burns and blindness during a daring rescue in 1922. The decision was made official on August 9th of that year, and Smokey Bear appeared on his first forest fire prevention poster not long after. Smokey's original design was painted by Albert Stahl, an esteemed illustrator of animals. His first poster showed the bear wearing his now-familiar blue jeans and ranger hat while pouring a bucket of water over a campfire. The text below identified the bear and his message. It read, Smokey says, Care will prevent nine out of ten fires. It wasn't the catchiest slogan, but thanks to Stahl's warm, friendly artwork, Smokey Bear was an instant hit with the public. Two years later, the character and his clunky message appeared on a series of commemorative stamps. Then, in 1947, Smokey got his now-iconic catchphrase, Only you can prevent forest fires. In 1950, the cartoon bear got a real-life counterpart when a black bear cub was rescued from a burning forest in New Mexico and given the name Smokey. The cub was later sent to the National Zoo in Washington, D.C., where his popularity led some Americans to mistakenly believe that the Smokey from the ads had been based on him. It was an embarrassing mix-up, but both Smokies bore it with grace. That same year, Smokey made the jump to radio, where he was voiced for the first time by Washington, D.C. radio personality Jackson Weaver. Numerous commercials were made with the same basic format, 
Smokey and a special celebrity guest would provide a few minutes of commentary about forest fire prevention, and then a band called the Sons of the Pioneers would perform a suitably nature-based song. Over the course of the series, Smokey was joined by stars of the era, such as Bing Crosby, Dinah Shore, Barbara Stanwyck, and Roy Rogers. Take a listen. Smokey the Bear, Smokey the Bear. Hello there, folks. This is Smokey, the forest fire preventing bear. Those singing friends of mine have a song for you. But first, how about joining us on a little visit to a big star, Roy Rogers. And here he comes now. Well, welcome to the ranch, Smokey. I just want to tell you, Roy, how much good your words have helped. Every day, more and more boys and girls, and grown-ups too, are enlisting in the battle against forest fires. Well, that's what it takes, Smokey. Everyone pitching in to prevent them. Every year, wildfires burn up millions of our trees, they damage our valuable watersheds, they destroy the food and homes of wildlife, and they desecrate the God-given beauty of our great outdoors. Thank you, Roy. Now, here are your singing pals, the Sons of the Pioneers, with an old favorite, Cowboy Camp Meeting. By now, you may have noticed, and maybe even been annoyed by, the fact that I've referred to him as Smokey Bear, rather than Smokey the Bear. That's intentional, as Smokey Bear is the character's official name. The article, The, was added to his name in the theme song you just heard as a way to keep the rhythm more even. That change was never carried forward, though, and the character remains plain old Smokey Bear, although the song's popularity led to decades of confusion over whether the character had a middle name. It didn't help when in 1952, country music singer Eddie Arnold performed a full-length version of the song for a television PSA. People stop and pay attention when he tells them to beware Cause everybody knows that he's the fire-preventing bear Smokey the bear, Smokey the bear Prowling and a-growling and a-sniffing he can find a fire before it starts to flame. That's why they call him Smokey. That was how he got his name. Smokey's fan base continued to grow in the years ahead, and by 1964, he was receiving so many letters from kids that the Postal Service gave him his very own zip code, 20252. Today, kids can still mail letters and drawings to Smokey Bear, but they can also get in touch with him on Instagram and Twitter. He has his own accounts, in case physical correspondence is a tough sell. Of course, some kids won't want to contact an 80-year-old mascot from a government PSA, but luckily for Smokey's pride, adults can write to him as well. And based on a report from the Ad Council, a lot of them probably do. That's because an estimated 96% of U.S. adults recognize Smokey a level of recognition typically reserved for characters like Mickey Mouse and Santa Claus. In addition, 75% of young adults who enjoy spending time outdoors say they consider Smokey a personal role model. That enduring popularity lines up well with the results of Smokey's decades-long campaign. When he debuted in 1944, the average number of U.S. acres burned by wildfire each year was 22 million. By 2011, that number had fallen to less than 7 million. 
Smokey has clearly been an effective spokesbear for the Forest Service, but in recent years, many people have begun to worry that he's been too successful. Some scientists now say Smokey's message has been counterproductive, and that by convincing people that fire is always a bad thing, he's actually made some forests more likely to burn. This phenomenon is cruelly referred to as the Smokey Bear Effect. The idea behind it is that since there have been fewer fires, more dead wood, leaves, and brush have accumulated in the nation's forests. That overabundance of fuel, coupled with climate change and more people living near forests, has resulted in more intense and more destructive fires. To counter this problem, state and local governments have begun using controlled burns to clear out the dead wood in a forest and hopefully prevent larger, unplanned fires. Despite being unfairly targeted, Smokey Bear got on board with the new messaging, and in 2001, his official motto changed slightly from Only you can prevent forest fires to Only you can prevent wildfires. That change reflects the idea that forest fires can be a good thing when managed properly, whereas wildfires are always beyond anyone's control. Some of Smokey's detractors say that subtle change in messaging is too little, too late, and that the bear should be retired before he does further harm. To be clear, though, there are no current plans to ditch Smokey Bear, and if you ask me, that's a good thing. Because after all this time, 9 out of 10 wildfires are still caused by humans, whether through arson, carelessness, or pure stupidity. Looking at you, gender reveal parties. So while Smokey's message may not be exactly to everyone's liking, his admonishment about personal responsibility in the great outdoors is needed now more than ever. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to keep up with the show, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can always send those my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.